Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Sneaks him across the border. <laughs> si, senor. 
They listen to my promise of many silver dollars and follow me like sheep. It's mighty risky business, especially with American naval ships patrolling the Gulf. <laughs> Cabo is used to slipping through blockades. I'm sure he can stay clear of the Navy. Don't worry. Everything will go all right, just so you men do your part. That afternoon, one who had gone into Brownsville left the general store and walked toward his horse at the hitch rack. Senor, wait. Senor, I'm so glad to see you. Uh, you are glad to see me, eh? <laughs> that is good. But I do not know you, senorita. I am Marietta Marino from Matamoras across the river. Two weeks ago, you talked to my brother Carlos in front of our house. I saw you, senor. You have mistaken me for someone else, senorita. I have not been to Mother Morris for a month, nor do I know your brother Carlos. That is not the truth, senor. You are the one I remember. Also a neighbor and friend of Carlos went with you that time to kick the cotton. Where are they now? You must tell me. You are upset, senorita. People are watching. I do not know what you are talking about. You do know. You do, senor. You are the one my brother went away with. I have not a time to waste with you. Get out of my way. Oh. You not a woman. And you do not interfere, Indian. Get away. Take this. Oh. Then you will talk to Carlos and work with him. 
Take his guns, Ray. I shall keep him covered. All right. I got him. Good. Give him to me. Now we shall go to see Senor Jeffers. Right ahead of us, Indian. Get him up, Scout. Handle it. The Lone Ranger waited at his camp in the nearby hills for Toto to return from town. When the sun began to set, he disguised his features. Then, without his mask, he started for town to find his Indian friend. Easy, city big fella. Later, in front of the hotel, he inquired about Toto and learned of the scuffle with Juan. As he turned to go to the hit track, Marietta, who was on the hotel porch and had heard his inquiry, called to him. Senor! Senor, I must speak to you. What is it, senorita? Marietta introduced herself. Then she briefly told the Lone Ranger about her brother and his friend going away with Juan to get work in the cotton fields. She related how she had recognized Juan and asked about Carlos and how Toto had come to her aid and trailed Juan. She was emphatic as she exclaimed, He lied when he said he knew nothing about my brother. Oh, you must find them, senor, you must. They left by the North Train. You wait at the hotel, Marietta, and don't worry. I'll find them somehow. Easy, steady, big fella. Adios. Adios. Montelier. We'll continue our Lone Ranger adventure in just a moment. Sheriff Sam is a boy of ten. He busts right in the robber's den and gets his man because he knows he's got gold power from Cheerios. Yes, he's got gold power. There he goes. He's feeling his Cheerios. 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 That's Cheerios, the cereal shaped like little letter O's. And those O's stand for oats. The good grain Cheerios is made from. Every delicious spoonful of Cheerios and milk is real muscle-building food. Each spoonful contains vitamins, minerals, and proteins your body needs. Yes, those good things in a Cheerios breakfast do good things for your body. Help you have healthy nerves, good red blood, strong bones and muscles. You can see that Cheerios is made to give you real go power. So make sure you have a Cheerios breakfast every day. Then you'll hear people say... He's feeling his Cheerios. Now to continue. The Lone Ranger left town on the North Trail. He found that many others had used the trail during the afternoon so that Toto's tracks were covered. Many farms bordering on the North Trail raised cotton and he had no way of knowing to which place Toto may have followed the Mexican Marietta had mentioned. Darkness fell, and the Lone Ranger decided to return to camp in hopes that Toto may have gone there. Montelier! Meanwhile, a messenger arrived at Jeffers' house with the information that the slave ship had dropped anchor. Jeffers hurriedly gave orders to Juan and Ray. We have to work fast. The whole deal must be accomplished tonight. So the ship will be able to sail at dawn. Hey, Senor Jeffers, it is not very far to the shore where the sailors will be waiting with boats. Load the payons and that Indian into the wagons and start as soon as possible. I'll ride ahead to tell Cabot they're on the way. We'll get them there, don't worry. The rest of the men will go along on horseback to guard them. Come on, Juan, we got plenty of work to do. Within an hour, the enslaved men were loaded onto the wagons. Toto, his feet shackled with chains so that he could take only short steps, was in the last wagon. Meanwhile, when the Lone Ranger found out Tonto hadn't returned to camp, he again rode into town to talk to Marietta. 
who persuaded the Lone Ranger to let her help in the search along the North Trail. The moon was clear and bright by the time the Lone Ranger and Marietta reached the entrance to Jeffrey's house. Oh, oh, oh. Senor, why do you stop here? There are no lights in that house back there. Yes, so I notice. The wheel marks of several wagons come from there and turn north here on the trail. Those marks weren't here when I came this way earlier. Come on, Tilbury. Yes. About half a mile beyond Jeffers' place, the wagons had turned southward on a cross trail heading for the coast. When the Lone Ranger and Marietta reached the cross trail, they turned to follow the wagons, then stopped. Oh, oh. Why do we stop here? He said, big fella. I saw something. The Lone Ranger walked several yards down the cross trail, then reached down and picked up the object which had caught his eye. Oh, Toto's beaded headband. Senor, you'll find something, no? I found this. My engine friend Toto must be with those wagons. He managed somehow to drop this unnoticed. He must have known I'd try to find him. Well, now what do we do? We'll follow the wagons. He said, big fella. It was a short trip to the shore, and when the wagons arrived, Jeffers was waiting with Cabot near some rowboats drawn up on the sand. Well, what? You made good time getting here. Uh, this is Mr. Cabot, the man I told you about. Well, it's here. Yeah. We uh, ran into a bad storm. We've lost all but three small lifeboats. And they will take only a few men at a time to the ship, Jeffers. It's some distance, so you must work quickly. Even then, it will take most of the night to load them. We'll have them all aboard by dawn, Cabo. I shall go back in the first boat and see that the prisoners are stowed away properly in the hold we have prepared for them. I send the rest of the crew to help your men here. Good, good. You come aboard with the last load, Monsieur Jeffers. Then I shall pay you the cash. A short time later, the Lone Ranger and Marietta reached a low bluff overlooking the Gulf. He saw the activity on the beach and realized what was taking place. I will have to act fast. I'll write a message. You take it to the telegraph office in Brownsville. Have him telegraph it to the captain of a naval vessel that's anchored at Corpus Christi. Also, I'll give you a message to the sheriff in Brownsville. Now, here's the money to pay for the telegram. But what are you going to do, senor? I'm going aboard that ship and do what I can to stop it from sailing until help arrives. After the Lone Ranger hurriedly wrote the notes, Marietta left for Brownsville. Then, hidden by a ridge, the Lone Ranger rode down along the shoreline to a point that jutted out into the bay. Oh, 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 Hey, he turned to face a figure in wet clothes. What is this? Shut up. That uniform may come 
Captain Handy. Quickly, the Lone Ranger dragged the unconscious captain into the shadows and tied and gagged him. Then the Lone Ranger hurriedly dressed in the uniform and put on the skipper's cap. Gotta locate Toro. Now, disguised as the captain, the Lone Ranger walked openly onto the forward deck. From that vantage point, he saw Jeffers' men taking the prisoners down a ladder into a hold amidships. He waited until the men left for another boatload. Then he quickly went to the open hatch above the hold and looked down. A lighted lantern hung from the ceiling. The Lone Ranger saw that the leg chains had been attached to iron rings below, so that the men couldn't escape and were left unguarded for the time being. His keen eyes noticed keys hanging nearby. He took them and went down the ladder and unlocked the irons that held Toto. There, that does it. Men, come again, King of I'll put the key back for now. You pretend to be in chains. Let her use the key to release the others. Uh, the Lone Ranger quickly went up the ladder and replaced the keys on the nail, just as one and two others brought more prisoners. The shadows on deck hid the Lone Ranger's face as one stopped a moment and spoke. No, there you are, Captain. The Frenchman, Mr. Cahoo, wants his heel in his cabin. Good. Get down there, you men. Get going now. hid on deck and watched as the boats made their trips back and forth from shore. Finally, as the last boat left the beach, he heard a distant commotion. <laughs> Look, riders on the beach. The law has moved in for two days. I'd better get Mr. Capone and the captain. Capone has to give orders to stay The Lone Ranger waited until the man passed his hiding place. Then, making sure he wasn't seen, he followed a few moments later, the man stopped before Cabot's cabin. I'll talk to Cabot for you. The Lone Ranger quickly pulled the man out of sight. Then he returned and knocked on the cabin door. Come in, Captain. I heard the commotion on the shore. Did you get all this? Sacrebleu, you are not the captain. That's right. I found out your head man around here, Cabot. These guns say this ship doesn't sail for a while. Do not turn around, amigo. My gun is at your back. Now face the wall. The Lone Ranger quickly picked up his guns and holstered them. 
He stepped the sword aside, and keeping his eye on Cabot, he took Toto's guns from the unconscious Mexican one. All right, Cabot, turn around. We're going on deck now, and I'll be right behind you. This time I have guns. Go on, up on deck. In the hold, Toto had managed to free all the peons, as some of the slavers rushed down to open a side hatch. For the purpose of shoving them still shackled into the sea, the prisoners now freed, surprised them, and took their weapons. Jeffers, Juan, and their men rushed for the small boats and started away from the ship. But they were soon captured by sailors from the naval vessel. Soon the naval vessel moved alongside the ship and took full charge. Those crooks who had managed to reach shore were picked up by the sheriff and his posse. Later on the beach, the Lone Ranger, once again wearing his mask, watched with the naval officer and Toto as Marietta and her brother Carlos embraced. Marietta's brother and the others will testify against Tempest Cabo and their men. You did a fine job, my friend. Good thing you arrived when you did, Commander. They might have succeeded in spite of us. Commander, my brother and I, we thank you so much. But we owe much thanks, too, to a man on a white horse who discovered what was being done. I'm glad your brother's safe. Adios, Commander. We'll see you again. Easy, Teddy, big fellow. Let's go, Toto. Come on, Phil, there. Teddy, this same hombre. I know his voice. But why is he masked, Commander? Who is he? Well, he's a man all America is proud of, Senorita. A true American who always fights for the rights of others. He's known as the Lone Ranger. Special recording Mondays through Fridays at this same time.